Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hey there, gorgeous boss babe. If you've come to this podcast to get inspired today and walk away with actionable tips and tricks to apply to your daily life so that you can manifest whatever you want, then you are absolutely in the right place. Before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you something both actionable and inspirational that has completely transformed the course of my business in the last year since my team and I have been implementing it. It has added at least $3 million worth of additional revenue into our business and is a game changer regardless of where you're currently at with your business. Whether you're a complete business newbie, a struggling entrepreneur, or even a burnt out CEO with a huge team, Business by Design is going to completely transform you from where you are today to a, what I now call myself, digital CEO boss babe. My good friend and mentor, James Wedmore, and I are doing something special for the manifestation babes who take charge of their businesses in 2019. Think not only having the most effective, proven, profitable, transformational strategies and tactics, but the mindset of the most successful entrepreneur in the world. If you want to create a business that is not only wildly profitable, but gives you the freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want, you will definitely want to get on the wait list for business by design right now. Literally, Pause this episode right now. Head over to manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com. Again, manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com. Make sure you get your name down on the special MB only waitlist and get ready for something epic to come your way in July. Okay, 
Got yourself on the wait list? You sure? Perfect. Let's head right into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Babe podcast. I am so, so happy and so excited that you chose to download this episode today. So as promised, this is a two-parter. If you haven't yet heard my most recent podcast episode at the time of this recording, so if you just go back literally one episode, you will get part one of me answering the very important question, does the universe ever give a sign to give up on something? And in that episode, I share with you one of the worst days in my business and how at the time that that thing happened to me, I thought that it was doomsday. I thought it was the end of my business. And for just a moment, I allowed myself to believe that this is perhaps all a fluke and a sign from the universe to give up, which if you listen to that episode, you know that it wasn't and it only led to something better. But I wanted to share part two today of another time in my business when I already experienced even more success that again, I thought that everything was over. I allowed myself to believe for just a moment that an entire year of success was a complete fluke, that I just got lucky, that it wasn't meant to be, that perhaps I might give up or everything is just going to be taken from me and I'm going to lose it all and that's it. That was my five seconds of success, five seconds of fame, five seconds of whatever it is that you want to call it, and it is all over. So today's story, if you have listened to part one, make sure you do, because I set up a background story to share with you why I even decided to record these two episodes, and this is going to be a continuation. So, okay. This is about the day I got ghosted in my business. And as you probably read the title, um, that is exactly what happened by one of my team members. But before I get into it, I want to share with you the story of how and why that happened and what, more importantly, we decided to do about it. So again, as I mentioned in the last podcast episode, I'm diving into the question that I get by so many entrepreneurs and so many of you beautiful souls out there that are, you know, manifesting their visions into their reality and manifesting their desires and their dreams into physical reality. And they reach some sort of point where there's a challenge, a problem, or obstacle. And I have to say the majority, 99%, unfortunately, see it as a sign to give up. And whenever there's some sort of resistance or evidence of failure, perceived failure, many people do give up. And I want to be here um, to tell you that there will never be a sign to give up. There is no such thing as a sign to give up. And I want to share another story with you to just cement that into your head, because I believe that you can learn from many different ways. You can learn from experience, which is the most effective, or you can learn from someone else who's already had that experience and has digested the whole experience and is just sharing with you the successes and failures. So please, please, please learn from me. Okay. Okay. 
You guys, the only way to fail, if you're an entrepreneur right now, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a struggling entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur who wants even more success, but is reaching another um, problem or another challenge or another piece of evidence that is telling them otherwise than that they were meant to be successful, the only real way to fail is to give up. And failure is a part of success. It is not the opposite of success. And I see way too many people working way too hard on avoiding failure. And the thing is, is that the harder you work at avoiding failure, you are putting the exact same amount of energy. Remember, it's part of the same journey, not separate, not two paths, not opposites, but the exact same path the exact same journey. And I see people put just as much energy. They're working just as hard at avoiding success. Again, I said that in the last episode, I'm going to say it again. When you work hard on avoiding failure, you are also working just as hard at avoiding success. And true failure is just simply giving up. And this is another story to share with you that when you don't give up and when you persevere and when you keep going in the face of struggle, in the face of resistance, in the face of um, burnout, in the face of feeling like nobody's listening to you and nothing is working out and it feels like there's nothing but criticism against your work and your dreams and your vision, I want to remind you that all that is and all you're experiencing is actually a sign that you are on the right path because the right path is never the easy path, but it is the path that's going to be the most worth it. And it's going to involve the most amount of perceived risk. And I always see perceived risk because I truly believe that my success, your success is absolutely inevitable. And everything that tells you otherwise is just perceived, right? But you are on the path that is not necessarily easy, but it's going to be 100% worth it. Because as long as you are making your vision bigger than your bullshit and bigger than your inner critic and bigger than your ego and bigger than other people's opinions and bigger than other people's actions and bigger than anything that you want to react to on a physical 3D level, meaning your ego is reacting to something rather than your higher self, as long as you stay away from that, as long as you don't allow yourself to succumb to that, you will absolutely be a raving, raging, massive success. So let me take you back to 2017, the year 2017, specifically in December. So at this time in my business, I have generated maybe probably 50, between 50 to 80K months. Um, Now my business generates on a regular basis between $200,000 to $400,000 a month. So at this time in my life, what I'm experiencing is like the equivalent of how it felt in December of 2017. So by that point, I felt like I had such a successful business. Everything was going my way. I had a team of five that I felt like were all behind the mission, super inspired by Manifestation Babe, 
um, want to build it into a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollar business. And the best part was that I was friends with my team members and we felt like a little family and we always had our meetings and we had so much fun working together. And it was actually up until December that things started to shift. So by December of 2017, I noticed that my income plateaued. I also noticed that the output of two of my team members, not three, and keep in mind, we're a team of five. So it's me, Brennan, two team members, um, actually three team members, two of them, well, I'll tell you in a second why I'm referring to two versus one versus two. So there's five team members. And around December of 2017, I could feel that I, I could see physically in our statements, first of all, there's physical proof that our income is stagnating. And I could feel that two of the team members stopped. Um, and this is, of course, my perception, right? It's not like I'm speaking for them or going into their minds and reading their minds of what they really think, but it felt like they stopped being inspired by the work that they were doing for Manifestation Babe. And I felt like there was perhaps some envy or some jealousy or some feeling that maybe I wasn't paying them enough or giving them enough credit or whatever it was. I could just feel tension. And you guys know what I'm talking about. You know when you can just feel that something is off? And it's been off for a few weeks and you can't quite pinpoint what it is because on paper, everything is great, but vibrationally, you could feel some sort of disconnect. And so I started feeling some disconnect and I realized that every time their invoices came through, because these were all contractors, now I hire employees. Back then, I had no idea what I was doing. So I was just paying freelancers an hourly wage and treating them as my team members slash employees, even though they 100% weren't. Um, Not exactly, right? At least not on paper. And I could just, every time that their invoice would come in, I started to feel resentment. And I felt like they were way overpaid for the work that I was seeing physically produced. And it wasn't like something was um, falling behind or they were visibly slacking. It was more of an energetic thing that I felt where I just felt like they were doing just enough to get by and felt very comfortable and very cozy. And that is why there was a reflection, uh, you know, at least in my belief and my part that our income had stagnated and everyone's energy had stagnated And I felt like the growth had to do with the whole team working together and not just on me. Because of course, you know, that's the point of business is to eventually scale yourself and automate yourself and make, um, make the workforce behind your business and the energy behind your business so much bigger than just you. And that's why we hire team members who are behind the mission so that they can help you grow your business, not just you grow your business and they manage it or they they just hold things together in the meantime, even though some people do have more or less of that role, I always saw a team and I always had a vision of my team helping me grow the business. And in December of 2017 was the same week. If you've listened to my previous episodes, I talk about how Date With Destiny changed so much of my life and my beliefs. And it was such a pivotal moment for me in my 
invest like the stage of my business and where um like the amounts that I was investing in my business it was the first time I joined a mastermind it was the first time I um joined platinum partnership it was the first time I made some radical changes in my business and one of the things that my intuition told me as I walked into Date with Destiny, which is, if you guys don't know what Date with Destiny is, it is a six-day event run by Tony Robbins. The show on Netflix, I Am Not Your Guru, is a behind-the-scenes documentary of Tony Robbins' six-day event, and that's the one that I went to. And the moment I remember walking into the event in Florida, I think we were in Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, if you if you're familiar with Tony events, it's very very cold as you walk in. And I just remember walking into this cold room, and I just felt so heavy. I felt so much resistance and heaviness overcome me. And I remember tuning into my intuition and asking how I can let go of this heaviness or what does this mean? Like I I don't know about you, but for me, I can really sense when change is upon me and my ego does not like it. And so I feel in my body a heaviness, I feel resistance, I feel dread and Now I've trained myself to immediately ask why I feel that way and to see what comes through. And immediately I heard a voice say that you need to let go of these two team members that I was just most uh, least satisfied with. And it's not going to be easy, but when you do, everything is going to fall into place. But they are holding you back. And as long as you want to grow your business in 27 or 2018, they got to go. The moment you get home, you have to let them go. And I remember walking into the event being like, are you effing kidding me? Could you not have given me that message on the last day of the event? Because I've been looking forward to this since 2015. October 2015 was actually when I put down a credit card to sign up for the event. I couldn't afford to go um, because I was busy making my payments and paying it off and finding a time and money, right? Because I, when I invested in the event originally, I had zero dollars. I made a 15 grand investment on a credit card. I didn't know when I'd actually be able to go, but I just committed to going. And so I was so excited for this event. I've been looking forward to it for about two years now, two years, even a little bit more. And now on the first day, this is all that's going to be replaying in my head is how I'm going to do this and what I'm going to say. And oh my God, I don't want to. And holy crap, what if they hate me? And how's our relationship going to progress? Because we were friends, you guys. They were some of my best, best friends. But I knew that if I were to separate all of us from the business and see Manifestation Babe as this separate entity that was put here on earth, that was manifested through me, to change people's lives, I had to do what was best for the business and separate my personal life from my business life, which takes so much strength and maturity. I'll tell you that. It is not the easiest thing to do. And a lot of people, they take things so personally when it comes to business. But if you are a professional business owner, which I hope that that is your goal, that is your path, that is your desire, or you already are that person, right? Whether you are in progress or you're already treating your business like a 
professional entity. Like you are the professional assisting this this mission, right? It is separate from you. And as long as you don't take things personally in business, let me tell you, you will far, far succeed than if you take every single change and every single shift and every single problem and challenge and person and all the stuff that's involved personally, it's going to be really, 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 really hard. And so that was going through my head and I had to separate the two and I just knew that they were going to take it personally. And so at the end of the event, after so much thinking, and of course it was one of the hardest events in my life, I think I cried every single day. I think I had a panic attack every single day and I felt like every single day I just shed another layer and got deeper and deeper and deeper into my core. And let me tell you, it's that kind of work. It's that kind of deep BS that you have to go through that provides the most lasting lifelong changes. And so when I got home, of course, I was scared out of my mind. And I'll never forget, soon after Date with Destiny, um, I went to my parents' house in Seattle to visit them for Christmas. I believe we were there for Christmas and New Year's. Um, Yeah, Christmas and New Year's to celebrate with her family. And maybe three days uh, before Christmas was when I got on a call with those two team members. And this is such an important piece to the story that I didn't discover until about a year later, actually. I don't even know how I discovered this detail, but it is an important detail. And I remember getting on the phone with my third team member who I intended on keeping. This is why I made that separation at the beginning of this episode. So now things will make sense. My team member that I intended on keeping was way more integral. Um, I wanted to reward her. I plan on giving her a raise, hiring her as my employee in 2018, giving her healthcare benefits, vision benefits, like all the same stuff that my employees have today, Um, giving her a raise, giving her a salary and promoting her and having her help me build the rest of my team. And I expressed to her, unfortunately, this is a mistake on my part. Um, I didn't know it was a mistake, you guys. This is this was my second time firing someone, and but this is my first time firing a friend, right? So a lot harder. Didn't know what I was doing. I remember telling two hours before I got on the firing phone call, I got on a phone call, a Monday morning meeting with the third team member, and she noticed that she was alone. And Brennan and I expressed to her what our plans are. Um, We asked her what her vision was. We asked her, you know, is she serious uh, about manifestation, babe? She was also running her own business too. Like she had a side hustle and we were totally okay with that at that time because we didn't feel like it interfered or distracted from, you know, manifestation, babe. And she expressed that she absolutely loved Manifestation Babe and this was her calling and she could see us working together for 10, you know, 10, 20 years together. And she wants nothing more than to work for us full time. We expressed that we were thinking of what we were planning on giving her a raise, securing um, her as a salaried employee with benefits. And she was just over the moon excited. And then we told her that we were actually thinking of letting go two team members and we expressed with her our new vision and how we wanted people who were serious, never settling, never comfortable, always thinking about growth and how we felt like that the other team team members 
didn't quite live up to this new standard that we have seen from her, that we have seen from ourselves. And by we, I mean Brennan and I, and that we're just not seeing it from them. And then we got off the phone call with her. Two hours later, I got on the phone call with um, a Zoom call with my other two team members. And you could just tell that they were already pissed off. And it threw me off. You guys, I've been planning on how I'm going to tell them what I'm going to say for two weeks now. Because after Date with Destiny, there were some few days, there was a few days where we got really, really sick. And then we traveled to Seattle. And it was only three days after that that we were able to get on a phone call. And they were already very upset. And I just remember like I couldn't even bring, first of all, I couldn't even say anything at first because my mind just went crazier. Um, so many thoughts going through my head. And I just remember like blurting out a sentence and realizing it's not making sense and then getting very, very nervous and, and coughing and clearing my throat. And holy crap, it was the most awkward <laughs> business conversation that I've ever had. And it was just me on the other line and they both had their arms crossed. And I thought it was so weird because there was absolutely no indicator of any kind that they could have seen this coming. And I didn't want them to be to feel blindsided. So, of course, I had this whole conversation, you know, with myself about what I was going to say and nothing that I wanted to say was said because I was completely thrown off. And after maybe about 15 minutes of me just spewing out whatever I could spew out, telling them that I think that, you know, our our time working together has come to an end. We're just not the right fit for each other, but I would love to stay friends. And I want to make sure that this isn't taken personally. It's nothing against who you are as a person. I love you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they uttered no word. They said nothing. They just said, okay, good luck with everything. And we got off the call. And I immediately texted my third team member and saying, oh my God, that was really, really hard. And wanted to kind of um, consult with her, you know, like what happened, what I could have done better, um, how they must be feeling. And just wanted to just wanted to talk to a friend who wasn't Brennan, right? In in my business. And that of course was a mistake because I didn't get a single response back. And I thought that it was a little strange. And then Christmas came around um, and I gave my obviously my third team member a Christmas vacation. So about four days, I knew she was with family um in another state and I just left her alone and I decided that when she'd come back from vacation we would do a meeting and talk about our 2018 uh you know our 2018 vision and what we're going to accomplish and what we're going to do and what our goals are and everything that I had discussed with my mentor just a few days earlier that I had just um joined his mastermind and I had a one-on-one call with him and uh together we created a vision for 2018. So I excitedly wanted to share that with her. Now, keep in mind around this time for New Year's Eve, oh this is why we didn't stay for New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, Brennan and I planned to take a three-week vacation in Australia. Um this was supposed to be me and my fiance. We had just recently gotten engaged. This was supposed to be our vacation to celebrate all that we accomplished in 2017 and of course set the stage of 2018. And I was so, so excited for this vacation. 
And I also, you know, weighed the pros and cons of letting go two team members right before the vacation and realized that it was actually my third team member that was doing the majority of the work that I wasn't doing or Brennan wasn't doing. She was doing most of the back end stuff. She was answering the emails. She was someone who was essentially doing the actual work, right? I'm the creative. I'm a visionary. Brennan is a leader in the team, and it still is this way to this day. But it's the team members who are doing the day-to-day tasks, right, that are very, very integral to the business. Um, And of course, it's fun and creative. But again, like I am the visionary. Brennan is also a co-visionary today. And then we have our team members who are leaders and, and people doing the tasks. And so I thought to myself, oh, Australia will be no problem. We'll check in. We'll still have fun. When we get back, I can't wait to slay 2018. And so the day before Australia, the day before when I was busy packing for three weeks um, to spend in a country I've never been before, Brennan actually spent a year after college in Australia and he was so excited about going back. And he actually worked on a farm in Australia, but he was excited to show me the more glamorous side of Australia. We were supposed to go to Sydney, Brisbane. We were supposed to go to the Gold Coast. We were supposed to go to the Great Barrier Reef. We had plans to take a helicopter tour there and just ball out, right? And it was supposed to be key stress-free, especially since 2017 was such a busy year. And as I'm packing my stuff, the day before our flight, I could just sense that something was wrong. It was again that date with destiny feeling. And I thought that by letting go the two team members or the part, the parts of my business that I felt like were holding us back, I could just feel that. And I thought, oh my God, what, what's wrong? Why is it back? And I remember texting my third team member and being like, is everything Okay. And not getting an answer for about five hours. And I remember after packing maybe three quarters of our suitcases and all our toiletries and everything for our big cross, um, I almost said cross country, cross the world trip, I get an email and it's an email from that third team member. And it says in the, in the subject line, effective immediately. And I remember thinking, what the hell is this? Opening the email and in there was about a paragraph just stating things have shifted, things have changed. Um, You know, I no longer, I'm no longer working for Manifestation Babe. I decided to continue on with my own business. Don't take it personally. But as of today, I am no longer working for you. Love or sincerely or whatever her name. And I was so beyond confused. And it wasn't until, I'm telling you guys, six to 12 months later that I then connected the dots that the other two team members basically convinced her to stop working for me. And that they actually, she actually told them before I got on the call with them, remember how there was a two hour gap that I was letting them go and probably guided some other version of the story that wasn't that wasn't supposed to be told, Uh, that wasn't true because I was supposed to tell the version of whatever my reasoning was for letting them go. And so I have no idea what was told to them. And that's probably why they were so upset with me when I got on the phone call to let them go. 
And it wasn't until much, much later that I realized that the reason why there was silence and the reason why it was so abrupt is because they remained friends and they, from my hallucination and my perception, again, it's not like I confirmed this with them. They all kind of ganged up on me and decided to just all three let me go completely. Um, And when I got this email, you guys, I broke down crying. I fell into a panic because this was the person who is the most integral to the business running, where if she is gone, now Brennan and I have to pick up all the slack on the back end. So we're not just doing our jobs. We're also doing the team's jobs. And we have scaled far beyond just me and Brennan being able to manage the business. We are actually experiencing a regular flow of income, a regular flow of customers, regular launches. Things were happening and there were emails that needed to be answered. And I just remember crying all night long because I thought that this was it. I thought that we would not be able to go to Australia and Brennan convinced me that it is the right time to go to Australia. And I'm so grateful he convinced me because I was about to cancel it and I was just devastated. I also thought that 2017 was a fluke year for me and that it was the end of my business, that it was just a, a, a lucky sprint. And, you know, I was a one hit wonder And if you guys remember, I went from $9,000 in 2016 to making $600,000 in 2017, thinking, holy crap, this is amazing. All of my efforts for the last two years are paying off. And then at the end of December, right before New Year's, when that happened, I legit thought that it was over. And that I would have to somehow let go of my business. I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. I felt so devastated. And so um, I felt like I got stabbed in the back. I felt betrayed. I felt like no one wanted to work with me. I felt like I was a horrible person, a horrible leader. And I was just so confused. And guess what? In Australia, Brennan and I totally stressed the F out instead of enjoying that trip. And I still want to go back to Australia because there's so much more enjoying that we could have done, even though we did enjoy the trip on many, many levels. It was definitely extremely stressful. And I remember that that was the first time that Brennan and I really, really, really came together. And it was just me and him. And he has never, like, I went from being alone in my business to hiring my first employee to then hiring two more, actually backwards. I hired two, then I hired a third, then I hired a fourth, then I let go of one. And then we worked as a team pretty much for the next six to seven months. And then all of a sudden, oh, Brennan came on the team maybe August of 2017, September of 2017. And Brennan was used to having other people, you know, doing their jobs, supporting, and he had his own role, which was separate. So he had no reason to learn the back end. He had no reason to learn how to respond to emails. He had no reason to learn those things because there was a, there was someone else doing that job. And all of a sudden it was just me and Brennan and we had to come together and we had to put our heads together. And after panicking and stressing out and worrying and thinking, what the hell are we going to do? And oh my God, is 2018 going to be the worst year? And what if this was all fluke and we're just going to end up back in my step grandma's apartment 
or me end up on my grandma's couch or some horrible thing because this was never meant to be. And for a moment in time, I allowed that belief pop into my head that this is a sign from the universe that my business was never meant to be. And perhaps I should give up. And I allowed myself to get low until, until after about four or five days in Australia, doing our best to celebrate the New Year's and doing our best to celebrate our engagement, Brennan and I looked at each other and we had a conversation and we decided that this was the going to be the best thing that's ever happened in our business. And all that this was doing you know, and by this time, Brennan and I have come pretty far in our personal development and our level of awareness. And we were able to have these kind of conversations and adopt my belief that everything is always happening for me and everything is happening in my favor and my success is inevitable. And I taught that to Brennan. He also adopted that belief. And so we sat down together and asked, how is this happening for us? And we realized that this was clearing up space. This is clearing up space. The universe did us a favor and it let go of someone else who also clearly wasn't the right fit for us because we were not seeing her in that way. We saw her as someone very, very integral and important to our business and someone who's going to help us grow. But in fact, that's obviously not the truth because the universe straight up just ripped her out of our lives. And so all this did was clear up space for the best and the best was yet to come. And now we got to get clear and build a brand new foundation. And we decided to see it as destroying something old in order to build something even better and even more beautiful in the place of the old and to create a brand new business. And so we doubled down on everything that was important to us. We defined what was our biggest revenue Um, sources, what was bringing us the most joy, what Brennan's role is, what my role is. And we just, even while in Australia on vacation, we ended up working things out somehow. I still don't know to this day. I'm so grateful to the universe for giving us the energy and the strength and everything involved to make it work. But guess what? The moment we stopped with that bullshit, low vibration thinking and decided to ask a very tough question that most people don't ask, which is how is this happening for me and being quote unquote delusional about it and being like, no, this is actually happening in my favor. Brennan and I alone, the two of us, remember how I told you that there was a plateau in in our income? We doubled our fucking revenue. We doubled it. From December to January, December was like a 50 something thousand dollar month. And January was our first six figure month, just the two of us. And I remember looking at Brennan at the end of, uh, at the end of January, after we came home from Australia, I went to my first mastermind, a week had passed. We look at our, um, at our PayPal numbers because we get these awesome pie charts and graphs and numbers and everything is just so beautifully organized. Um, on the back end. And I saw over a hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue come into the business. And I remember looking at Brennan, you know, after all the stress has finally melted away and we proved to ourselves that we can do it. We realized that the lesson was why this was happening. 
was cut the fat, keep the muscle, and let's only hire muscle from this point on. And it wasn't until March, almost March of 2018, that we finally hired another person again. So for about two and a half months, we had to slow down to speed up. And I so badly wanted Brennan because I put him in charge of hiring from this point forward because clearly I didn't do a good job to please, please, please just get someone, get someone, get anyone. I don't care. And he said, Catherine, that is coming from a scarcity mindset. Do not just settle for anyone. Obviously, that did no good for you. Make sure you find exactly what it is that you want. And we sat down and we created a vision for our ideal team members and exactly what they're like and exactly how we interact together and exactly what they do and exactly um, we just we just created the ideal avatar of a team. And we ended up hiring two incredible team members that year. And we became a team of four again quite quickly. And then this year we hired another team member, a team of five. So now we're back to being a team of five and we have a ton of contractors as well. So obviously we have like a Facebook ads agency. We have an accountant, um, a CPA, we have an attorney, we have all kinds of people that our team also manages and consults with, but the salaried employees that are under the umbrella of Manifestation Babe LLC are five members. And 2018, guess what? Because I didn't settle for um, this belief that there's such things as a sign to give up and that there's such thing that the desires of your heart were placed in there just to tease you because I didn't believe or get sucked into that BS, that scarcity and lack thinking, that low vibration thinking. 2018 was a 1.8 million dollar year for us, which was three times bigger than 2017. And I know just from the plateau that we hit in 2017, we didn't do much different in 2018, except for getting ultra crystal clear, letting go of what no longer serves us and doubling down on what serves us. We created a business that generated three times more revenue in exchange for like three times less the work. And that was so freaking exciting for me and just solidified that lesson deep inside my soul on another level, just like the website, right? The website story, losing my website overnight, um, it just disappearing into the abyss and learning that lesson. I once again was able to solidify this lesson on a whole nother level. And now without a shadow of a doubt, I know, and I'm here to tell you, whether you're an entrepreneur or you are not, and you have other endeavors for yourself in your career, it doesn't matter. The message remains the same. The desires of your heart to build a successful business or achieve X goal was placed in there for a reason. It is not there to tease you. And you already have all of the resourcefulness and all of the insights and all of the ideas and all of the creativity and all of the work ethic and everything you could possibly need to manifest it into your reality. And there will never, ever, ever be a sign to give up, only a sign to keep going because you're on the verge of a major breakthrough. And if you 
are coming up against some sort of problem, some sort of challenge, some sort of resistance in your business or in your life or in your career or anywhere, it all it is is a sign that you are on the verge of a major breakthrough. And I think that the biggest mistake that people in the law of attraction community make is that they see resistance as a sign to go off on a different path. And I actually see resistance as something uh, very, very positive. So resistance that you feel when you're on the right path and the resistance that you feel when you're on the wrong path, the wrong path, is actually a very different feeling. And I also want to give this as a bonus lesson to you or a bonus tip. When you feel resistance, when you are doing what you're meant to do or doing what you most want to do or following your biggest dreams, that is the good kind of resistance. It is not a sign to slow down, to give up, to stop, to take a break. It's a sign to persevere and to push harder and to lean into it and to go after your dreams in spite of fear and to feel the fear and do it anyway. A lot of people see fear as like, oh, it's a negative vibration. I'm not going to go there, right? got to stay happy, 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 positive, positive, positive. But I see resistance when you're on the right path as just a sign to keep going and that you're on, you're about to hit a major breakthrough. Now there's another kind of resistance that feels like dread and heaviness that I feel personally, when I am doing what I think I should be doing or am supposed to be doing or what everyone else is doing that isn't right for me. And so I see it as the difference between the end result. Are you doing what you most want to be doing versus are you doing what you think you should be doing and then assessing the resistance that you're feeling? Because If you're doing what you just think you should be doing, that resistance that you're feeling is literally just telling you like, hello, you're on, you're, you're not on the right path. Like get off, pick what you want to do and go after what you absolutely want to do. And then there's the resistance that you feel when you're on the path, following your biggest vision, no matter how much you want, it makes you want to literally poop your pants and how nervous you are and how scared you are and how you're just dreading and you're feeling resistance and oh my God, and all of the emotions because the end result is exactly what you want. That is the good kind of resistance. That's the good good kind of fear. And that's what you should be going after in spite of it. And to always feel the fear and do it anyway. And resistance is nothing but a sign that you're on a major, major breakthrough. So that is the lesson I learned in two different stories. I'm sure I have more, but those are the ones that stick out most for me. Now, if you are a fellow entrepreneur and maybe you're a struggling entrepreneur, maybe you're a burnt out entrepreneur, maybe you're someone who really wants to learn how to build a team, how to scale, how to automate, how to take your business wherever it is to the next level, my favorite course that isn't my own Um, Business by Design by James Wedmore is coming in July, I believe. I'll tell you guys the exact date, Um, but it's coming in July and I am partnering with James Wedmore as an affiliate to give you everything you need to not just build your business by design, but also manifest your damn business by design. 
And there is just so much that I've learned over the last three years that I want to share with you. And my forte is not teaching you the strategy. That is James's forte. And he's also very good at mindset. He's very woo, very uh, manifestation focused as well. But BBD really is that strategy piece, right? Mindset and strategy. And where I come in is I'm going to share with you my best beliefs and my best tips and my best hacks to get your subconscious mind on board to where you cannot help, you can't help but manifest your business by design. And if you go to manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com, which that link will be in the show notes in case you miss it or in case um, you don't want to type it out right now, if you go there, get on the wait list and you will get all of the manifestation bay bonuses that I'm going to be giving away in addition to what comes with business by design there, which includes a live event, right? I'm going to be hosting a live event, which I've never done before. And that's like the number one thing that you guys have been asking me about. So I decided to make that a bonus. So you get that in addition to the course, in addition to James Wedmore's uh, live event, you also get the Manifestation Babe event, as well as some other digital goodies that I will reveal to you as we get closer to the launch. So if you've loved these episodes, and I'm only planning on recording even more episodes on um, entrepreneurship, online business, how to manifest it, the beliefs that I have, the, the tips and tricks that I have for you, um, pretty much from now until the BBD launch is going to be more entrepreneurship focused, which I'm super excited about because you guys are hungry for that stuff. Whenever I ask you what episodes you want from me, you guys will about half of them have to do with business. So this is really, really exciting for me. Um, and as we get closer, I will reveal to you what is up. But the only way that you're going to be the first to know what's included, all the important dates, you have to get on the wait list. So manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com, get on the wait list, and you will get everything that I've been talking about, that I've been leading up to, plus so much more. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget that for every review that you leave, well, you can only leave one, but if you haven't left a review yet, I am giving you a free manifestation hypnosis as a thank you gift just for leaving a review, screenshotting it before you submit, then submitting it, then emailing that screenshot that you took to hello at manifestationbabe.com. And my team will actually send you right then and there a free manifestation hypnosis that you get to use to reprogram and rewire your subconscious mind to manifest all of your wildest dreams. So don't forget to grab that hypnosis just by leaving a review. I so, so appreciate every single one that I received. Thank you so much for sharing this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Love you guys so much. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest the magic.